All right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the House of Pride show live from San Francisco. I'm your host, Tweaky Turner. I'm my co-host, Eli. How are you doing? I heard Hi, you're sick, Tweaka. girl. I'm doing really, really well. Thank you for inviting me to the House of Pride. It's so exciting. I think that's our third time. You, we have to stop meeting like this. I know. Like, <laughs> are you sick? Are you really sick? Or are we just lying to get no. out of coming here? <laughs> no, I really did come down with something really kind of crazy all of a sudden, and I almost didn't come. But because I know that the show must go on, I'm here for you, Tweaky. A real trooper. I really appreciate that. We have no gifts or anything for you, um, but thank you for soldiering on and um, spreading your germs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> welcome. Stick it in a. <laughs> let's stick your headphones in the back of that small box. Do you know how to do that? Don't you? Just uh, back it up. You'll find the hole. Yeah. Oh, uh, there we go. It's a little wiggly. Sound may change. Ming Monroe is with us, folks, and you look Yay. gorgeous. Look at you. Hi, Ming. Hi, Ming. <laughs> Welcome, Ming Monroe. Uh, we are going to get into your story, girl. First, we want to uh, talk. Uh, Eli, don't we want to talk to this young gentleman before us? Do you want to introduce him? Armando. Armando Uclis. Did I say it right? Uh yeah, we'll go, yeah. We'll go with that. Well, I mean, one. we won't go with the, other, <laughs> with the other pronunciation you were saying. Yeah. And jokingly, it sounds like useless, but it's not really. It's, yes, it's ladies not. and gentlemen, welcome Armando. Armando, do you know Ming Moreau? Uh I feel like I've only, I've only known her for today, but I feel like I've known her forever. So. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> That's yeah. a compliment. Thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you for having us. Well, the reason why you're here is because, folks, he has a, a film that he's been working on for some time. He's going to tell us about it, entitled Sacred Hearts. And he is the real deal. He's a uh, director, producer, I'm going to say actor, maybe, I'm just guessing. Uh, but anyways, tell us about your project, Sacred Hearts. Yeah, well, you know, Sacred Hearts, this is, uh, it's, I'm sure you must hear this all the time from a lot of, you know, creative people, filmmakers here in the Bay Area, but uh, it is it is the ultimate passion project for me. It's a, uh, wow. It's a, yeah, it's been, I've been, uh, I've had this story now since 2006, so almost 12 years now. And, uh, it just, you know, every project has its time. And so I just took a lot of time in between during these years to kind of figure out what the story is, what, what I want to talk about with the story and, um, and just, uh, figure out what, what, what message I want to convey, you know, it's just something that I really wanted to take time with. And so, so I can give the audience something, um, something really good too. To wow, I'm intrigued. What about you, Eli? A labor of love for twelve yes. years. You're saying twelve years. Twelve yeah. years of producer. Yeah, twelve years of of <laughs> twelve years of just waiting for this moment. What, for the right what moment. inspired you to begin this project? Yes, and may I interject? And what is the project about? Well, this, well, the the movie, the story. It's about a. Um, Again, for, uh, it's called Sacred Hearts, and uh, the story is about a young uh, black seminarian, Catholic seminarian, named Gus, who gets involved in a murder mystery surrounding Rose. Uh, she's a white transgender female artist whom he falls in love with. And the inspiration of the story came from a news story back in 2005, 2006, about a, um, about a trans woman who was brutally murdered by her boyfriend in Vallejo. And, you know, at the time, you know, I had... I unfortunately have become privy to a lot of these these stories. These really unfortunate stories of this senseless killing, some of, among you know trans women and and people of, of various backgrounds and and for something of some something about this story just kind of struck a chord with me and I just felt like I just felt like writing about it. I'm, know, I'm really curious what when you said privy, you become privy to these. Stories. Well, I mean, at the time, you know, there was it wasn't like as back back in back in 
early 2000s, you know, there were a lot of cases in particular of uh, Gwen Arajo, and even before that there was uh, Brandon Tina, and, you know, and there were other um, stories that I've heard about not only trans people, but also um, uh, gay, lesbian uh, people in, in that community who have become fallen victim to senseless violence. And, uh, and you know, they're, they're all horrible. They're, they're, they're just devastating mm-hmm. stories. Mm-hmm. It's, tragic. And, yeah. it's a tragic topic. Very horrible topic. But then I just, I just something inside me just felt like I, I just wanted to, I wanted to write about that. And so, so I wanted, so I got that idea. But then another part of me was, uh, I've always wanted to do a, a story about the Catholic Church. And it was because uh, of my Catholic upbringing, I've always been fascinated with Catholicism. And um, actually, when I was in priest, no, no, I'm sorry, not preschool. Did you go to Catholic school? I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah you kinda, did you get kicked out? <laughs> no, I didn't get kicked out. No, no, not at all. No, but um, I did actually, in second grade, as young as I was, I actually wanted to, uh, had thoughts about wanting to be a priest, actually. Oh, wow. Be, yeah, I wanted to be a how, priest. How long did that last? Uh, probably <laughs> until, you know, the hormones started kicking in and I realized, yeah, that's not for me <laughs> so. and just off the top of my head and don't don't take this the wrong way but um are you straight or, or gay or both or i'm, I'm straight Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm straight. But, yeah. but you know, but I have um, I I have a great love and respect for people in the in the in the LGBTQ community. Um, I have family and friends who are who are in that community. Gosh, thank well, you that for makes that. me feel good, I doesn't know, it? I mean, I just, all right, give me a slap right there, like girl. All right, it's so nice to have some friends and family under the umbrella here. I mean, how do you feel about that? <laughs> I feel like you have some opinions already. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> You know, it was interesting, you know, because as a straight man, you know, like a lot of straight men, because you're really attractive. So oh, thank you. he's very handsome. He's very yes. Cute. He's very handsome. How old are you? Um, well, I'm, I'm actually going to be 34 this year. Oh, what a nice age, oh, Ming. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's sitting by me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, no, it was, it was interesting because, I mean, like, you know, as a trans woman, you know, it's it's. Is your energy? I have like gaydar. You know what I'm saying? So it's not bad. No, I'm saying she, what she's saying is she's attracted to you. <laughs> hey, you know Listen, you know what? I mean, and you're making a movie uh, in part about transgender. Uh, if you, you know, if you're, mean, she is an actress, aren't you? I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> All right, we'll take a short musical break, and we'll be right back with some more of this fascinating conversation. We're going to dedicate this song to you, Armando. This is that ice cold Michelle fight for that white gold. This one for them hood girls, them good girls, straight masterpieces. Styling, violent, living it up in the city. Got Chuck's on with Saint Laurent. Gotta kiss myself. I'm so pretty. I'm too hot. Oh, you're never too hot here on House of Pride Radio. We are back. And, you know, Ming, um, being a transgendered yeah. woman, mm-hmm. uh, can you relate to what Amanda was saying about the violence in our, even here in San Francisco? Yeah, you know, as, as a black trans woman, you know, living in San Francisco and to all, to everywhere, you know, especially when you grew up in the projects, when you grew up in the ghetto, you know, like when you, you, you start off as a gay boy, you know what I'm saying? You start off, but some don't, you know, some just automatically start off as a girl. But for some of us that haven't, you know, as us growing up as gay boys you know then going into the trans world it's a little bit different you know so we have like a lot of violence like you know like being bullied i mean i never was bullied but what town did you grow up in i grew up in san francisco oh in city here she's a loco oh my god i love it (laughs) 
I'm get from here my whole life. How you guys? Hey. <laughs> so no, um, it's it's just you know when you as a black trans woman we have it we have it hard because we are really segregated. At, at it, what age did you know you were a woman? Um, I came out to my mom when I was sixteen as a gay boy. Oh, so, yeah. but I wasn't jo- androgynous gay boy, so I was always like makeup with the sideburns and the long hair, you know, just still pretty, you know, because that's how. I mean, yeah. Ming, Ming, as as a trans woman, uh-huh. what are the biggest challenges you faced here in San Francisco? You know, it's it's a lot that you have to face because you always have to because where I grew up at, you know, you always have to realize that somebody's gonna try to rob you, you know, or it's a lot of challenges like. Do I really want to be this, or is this where I want to live my life? You know, it, it takes some. You have you have to be brave, but you, you know, you, have, you all definitely have to be brave. But then there's also you have to know. You have to dig deep inside with who you really want to be. And I'm gonna get on this topic before we talk myself. So you know, I was I was a trans woman. That's I would I didn't like girls that get fake work. Like it was I was always like I'm natural. You know, I want to be natural. Mm. You know, and that's how I felt. And you know, like and I always was like, well, how can trans perform? and do drag you know what I'm saying and so I started doing it you know so I was like okay now they'd be winning all of the contests girl right <laughs> so, so it, it, was, it was definitely a challenge like it's, the new drag is okay. you have to be on hormones it's but, like <laughs> well I mean no I mean your drag is your drag you know what I'm yeah. saying because you get some boys that I mean that really gets in it and they look Damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, RuPaul I, has an opinion. Have you been hearing about that? We'll, we'll oh, get into that later, but let's get back to Armando because I'm interested in knowing if you, can, when you were writing your script, if you, you took into consideration those sensibilities about what it's like to be a trans woman. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's no way I could have been able to write the story if I had not had any uh, one-on-one. Um, conversations with people in the in the trans community and um and actually when i knew that i when i was when i knew that i i, I had something special with this i knew i had to go and do as much research as i possibly can because growing up i mean I, I didn't know anybody uh who was trans or or gay or lesbian and uh and so uh f- fortunately one of the best things that happened was uh, a colleague of mine named cecilio asuncion he was working on a film called what's the tea and um i was oh yes with, we've had him on as maybe you guys came together when you were mentioning uh, no, i know no uh, i wasn't with him okay but, uh, but i i was very fortunate to have worked on uh on uh, on behind the scenes mm-hmm. uh, on that film yeah uh, going in and working as a boom operator and i gotta tell you i got a lot of respect for those boom operators because yeah shout out to pearl tees i think she was in um what's the tea what's the she tea? had a, a minor yeah, role and she's in your film too yeah you know I, it was very it was what was great was that I was um, I was able to through Cecilio I was able to meet a lot of women in, in, in that community and I got to hear their, their stories because I really wanted to I really wanted to know who my characters were, especially, especially my lead, my lead female character, Rose. And, uh, and played yeah. by who? Uh, she's gonna be. Uh, she's played by uh, Claire Farley, and Claire mm-hmm. Farley. She uh, she actually works here in the, in San Francisco. She's a, she's a she's an actress, and she's also a, a trans advocate, and she's also working for the uh, city of San Francisco right now. And a fantastic lady, and I had a lot of respect for her, and uh, and actually, the, when when I saw her on SF casting, I just saw her picture, and I immediately said. That's her. <laughs> That's her. Yeah, exactly. And you, something, you know, you kind of have to. Sometimes you have to follow your instincts. You have to follow your intuition. And uh, and yeah, so she's been. She's and she and, and the rest of the the cast and, and, and my crew. They've been so supportive and they've been really. Um, 
it, they've just been really great because it, it's it, it's not easy make uh, trying to get a movie together where did you film uh well we're going to be filming here in the in, in san francisco oh so you have some shooting to do it's yeah, not oh, in yeah, post-production yeah, yeah no we haven't we haven't even uh we haven't even started shooting yet oh you haven't started shooting uh, yet no, oh, okay yet. but right now we're uh, i took a little break during the holidays uh, from the project because mm-hmm. i i did make a kickstarter video for the uh, for the project you sent me that we're going to have folks we're going to have a little listen to that just to get a flavor of, of kind of the sounds and, and well, you know, it, it, vibe it, of the just, uh, it, it's just it's just music it's just instrument there's no talking okay know? it's just it's yeah. just it's just it's just music. music's very powerful yeah. and, uh, um and you know it's not too late to like write ming in for a little minor <laughs> role in there right? you, she's an actress <laughs> i'm just looking out for you honey this movie this movie uh, it, it, uh we are i i'm i'm including yeah i mean everyone i mean every, everyone uh, isn't there a group scene that organic. you need some more oh transgendered woman <laughs> there, there, there are actually there are lots of there there are a lot of uh, right. scenes where just yeah, exchange you know, numbers at the end of the day if you need a drag queen i'm available do you need a dj that's who can be me yes the best way i could describe the story is that it's a we just want to be in the movie we don't care what it's about just but just want to be in it no that's not true i care i'm just saying was just about to speak to the essence of the film. I know exactly. it's so what, rude. What, Slap me. I'm just curious what his ow in a nutshell. <laughs> what what the I broke a nail uh, was in a nutshell. Yeah, what is your movie about? Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to get back. Yeah, that's right because we, we left off with the, uh, the 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 white right. transgender woman <laughs> is dating a Catholic black priest. Uh, well, well, that's well, very you, scandalous. Well, you have to. <laughs> well, I mean it's. It's like a, it's a, it, it's a journey that they go through. Their relationship goes through a lot of different hurdles throughout the story. And um, does it start in the conventional booth? It start, <laughs> you know what I mean. It, it, it definitely you gotta watch it. It definitely has it has a very it's it, it's a very <laughs> got to be more original than that because we've all been there. <laughs> I you mean, have. Oh, we're we're going to talk, show. Eli. That's another show. Yes. <laughs> I mean, look. I mean, the, the the best way I could describe this movie is that it's it's really it's a tribute to the entire city of San Francisco. Ooh. It's 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 a tribute to the city of San Francisco. There's 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 a lot of variety in the story. There's mm-hmm. uh, it aside from being a, a drama, uh, we have comedy. There's romance. There's some mystery. We have a little bit of action, and uh, there's a lot of we, we, there's a lot of there's something. I think is it going to make me cry? I yes. Mean, you know what? I would. I, I mean. I think so. I really do think so. There, 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 there's some, there's some, very, there's some very uh, touching scenes in this in the story that okay. I uh, that I drew from not only from like my own personal mm-hmm. feelings on things, but from other people. Who so really, this is a place. It's at a place where you. Hey, Pam! Pam, the director is leaving yeah. everyone. Bye, Bye Pam. Pam. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, Pam. So really, the movie is still in its visionary concept, right? Um, it's 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 always it's a work it's, in it's, progress. It's, it's, it's always a work in progress. It's well, let's. I'm, I'm super excited to hear the tone of the, the like some of the music me that's going to be in the background so let me just play a little sample from your, what you sent me here goes folks sacred hearts <laughs> and actually i think my introduction might be in there too so if you want to fast forward that i think you, you can if you, you want to hear it all you want to hear, hear it all okay <laughs> hi my name is armando euclid i'm the writer producer and director of the upcoming independent film sacred hearts sacred hearts is a story about a young black seminarian gus who gets involved in a murder mystery surrounding rose a white white transgender female artist whom he falls in love with. This story has taken me 11 years to get from the page onto the big screen. Our cast includes Claire Farley, who recently appeared in the National Geographic docu- docuseries, American Transgender. 
we have Michael Yamaguchi, who recently co-starred opposite Dwayne The Rock Johnson in San Andreas. And we also have Aria Villajan, who recently won this year's Miss Premier Continental Beauty Pageant. This story has comedy, drama, romance, action, and mystery. It covers a variety of subjects, including interracial love, the transgender community, and the Catholic Church. But more importantly, Sacred Hearts is a story about how self-acceptance is the key to a happy life, and that no matter how you choose to live your life, we're all a product of God's love. We're gonna go into production starting in October, and we will conclude in January of next year. But we need your help. The money you donate will help finance our film, and in return, you will receive an advanced copy of the DVD as the film gets theatrically released next year. This project is a very personal project for me. It's my way of paying tribute to the city of San Francisco and the people who live in it. So let's do it, you guys. I'm excited, my cast, my crew, we're all excited. And I want you to be a part in the creation of this incredible movie. And now it's my privilege to introduce to you the first official teaser trailer for Sacred Hearts. Thank you very much, and I hope you enjoy. That who did you play the piano there? <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually I, I think I, I like to think that the, the the music that you heard are from the powers that be. That's that's divine <laughs> interception. Yes, <laughs> he just pressed record, and that's what he came back the next day, and and the good Lord sent down some heavenly music. <laughs> Separated, but, but you know, but that's you know, but but we're gonna we got, we got some really uh, really great talented people uh, so far, um, and we, I just want to keep bringing more onto the project everyone's i would love to meet as many creative people as possible sure and folks the name of the game right now for armando is raising funds to finish the production yes. how can folks donate where should they go well you know i mean right now unfortunately the, the kickstarter campaign for, for that particular scene that you show uh, uh has it has it has been uh, Mm -hmm. discontinued or the better word but um, if anything if anyone wants to, to donate you know you could you could actually just find me on, on Facebook and then I have a Facebook page to dedicate specifically for for the movie and uh, yeah we could just you could just reach out uh, to me on as Armando Euclid are um, you allowed to start a new kick funder you know what Kickstarter that's, that's, that's funder. something that I think we'll, we'll pause, I'm playing around with but mm -hmm. as of right now I um, we, we have some money saved already for the movie but uh, the more the merrier I mean the the, the, the more we could uh, invest in this movie the better can, can someone actually do Kickstarter and GoFundMe at simultaneously or is that not allowed you know what I mean I, I, I had all my I had all my um, I had everything invested in Kickstarter primarily, and mm -hmm. then and, and people have also mentioned to me about Indiegogo and also mm -hmm. about uh, GoFundMe, and uh, and you know I, I looked into into those uh, into those areas, but you know 
again, you know, the the Kickstarter campaign ended in November, mm-hmm. and and then at that time, you know, unfortunately, didn't uh, we weren't able to get anything from that, but. Mm-hmm. So it was just a matter of, okay, how, what can I do to get more people's interest in the movie and also how do we generate more money without having to use... How about a private fundraising party? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody yeah. loves a party. Yeah, you and know what? Especially you. You like to perform. Yeah. Like I said, you know what? The, the, this is not... A, yeah. Like I said, you know what? I mean, this is something that, um, that we're um, definitely am putting a lot of time and effort into. And yeah. so this is, I mean, 12 years in the making, we can't go halfway through this. You know what I really like about a party is you could actually show your Kickstarter video. You could yeah. have a performer. You got all your guests. You got everybody excited. And you're going to raise money. And you're yeah. going to get this launch going on when in August? Uh, well, we were try- well, I'm hoping to um, shoot between June and, and September. But mm-hmm. like I said, it has it, it just depends on the availability of, of the cast mm-hmm. and the crew and the location. So. Tweeka, how do we get the word out more? We're doing it right now, honey. Yeah, How and you know, like the... I said, you know, the, it's it's a it's a film that um, I feel that is meant to be meant to be told, and it, it's a story that I think um, with this with, with mm-hmm. what's going on right now in our country and and the divisiveness that's going on, and I just think that it's I think it's important that we finally have that we have a, a movie that will just mm-hmm. make people happy, and, and, um, and if okay. people laugh. But I thought I thought it will make me cry at some it point. It will make you cry too. Okay. Like I said, are my emotions going to be all over the place? I mean, it depends. I mean, I mean yes, art, like your sex life. Know, <laughs> as you know, I mean, like I said, I mean, who knows? Maybe some, I mean, I've had a situation where I, one time in college, I wrote something that was supposed to be really dramatic. It was really supposed to be really, really sad. But then people started laughing. They thought it was a comedy. Oh, no. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> so thinking, I know. Isn't that a profound so now, awakening? Yeah. So now I'm thinking. Interesting. Maybe, it's l- I never thought I could write comedy. Because I always thought comedy is, is the hardest thing to do. Oh, and, my God. And so you're maybe, a natural. You didn't even know it. Maybe. Who knows? We maybe. could be in the test off um, audience when you could you could actually <laughs> so, film, you know, show it here. We'll drop the big screen down. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, it's going to be a big screen right here. Yeah. Hey. You know what? I mean, and this, is, this is a great, this is a great, awesome, great room for, for that, too. So. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe, maybe I might. But like I said, you know, me. All art is objective. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can see, you can watch a movie, and you can get a different reaction from other people. So it's really, it's. I, 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 I love movies where there, it's, it's not like. There, there's nothing white. better it's than wrong. word of mouth. And when yeah. you get people together, they yeah. start talking. Yeah. Exactly, and yeah. speaking of word of mouth, let's reiterate the name of the movie and where people can go to follow you. Uh, well, you can follow me on Facebook and um, as uh, Armando Euclid. And um, also I have um, – I'm also on Twitter and I have Vimeo. Uh, you can find me on Vimeo as Armando Euclid. And uh, it's spelled U-C-L-E-S. And um, – and you know, yeah. So so Twitter, Facebook, um, Vimeo. That's where I have it's, so far. It's like so. uncles without the end. Exactly. <laughs> it's a. It, it, it's a. It's Am a, I right? It's a. It is right. You know what? Actually, a lot of the mispr- a lot of people who write my name in in, in school, they would. The, mispr- the, the miswritings would usually be like uncles. Or, so, yeah, so I mean, listen, I mean, I've seen it all, I've heard it all, but uncles minus the end. Yeah, but but you know, it's a, it's, it's a name to live up to. But I, I'm proud of it. Yeah, and, uh, it's unique. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's just like I want to see it on the big screen. It's that's the that's goal. where I want to see that's it. That's the goal. And I also want to give a shout out to, uh, again to some of my cast, like I mentioned in the in the film, Claire Farley. Uh, Michael Yamaguchi, Javier Flores, who is just one of the coolest, baddest people. And at the very bottom, House of Pride. Okay. <laughs> and House of Pride. I want to ask a question. And but, okay, go right so, ahead. So, okay. I mean, so once this once this project come out, right? 
And then are you going to start doing other projects? Like, you know, because, you know, you get some people that like come out with a project and then they be like, okay, this project is, this going to be the one. Yeah. You know what? That's, 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 that has always been uh, my, um, my goal for, for this movie. I really Mm -hmm. wanted this to not only be my, um, my big break, but also Mm -hmm. it was some, it's something that I felt like. Not just for myself, but I just feel like I really wanted to t- tell a story that really pays tribute to, to the city. Well, this is your baby. This so, is your yeah. baby. So it's going to be the one. It's going to be the one to springboard future projects yeah, and yeah. get you yeah. get your name out there. And, and I'm also working on another mo- uh, film uh, this year, too. Uh, right now, uh, my co- I'm actually co-directing uh, that movie. Uh, Garrett, what's up? <laughs> Garrett Coleman. Mm-hmm. Um, his movie, Throat, uh, is in production right now. And Throat? It's called Throat, yeah. It's, an, oh. it's, actually, it's actually an action movie. So uh, but right now that... Chica, you heard that? It's a, it's an action, it's an action movie, and and so right now that that's what we're. What's cur- the name of it again? It's called Throat. Sweeka, you heard that? I heard it. <laughs> that's a, and you know what? That's another show. Right now we're focusing on Sacred Hearts. <clears throat> but but point- hang around because we want you to to chime in right now with the folks. We we've got to segue over to uh, Las Vegas. Oh wow! Yes, we'll be oh, talking wow. to uh, we'll be talking to um, producer remixer. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, Similar to you, except the different genres. We were talking to Ronnie Chico D. Cicio Chico. Ronnie, we're going to find out how to pronounce that last word. So how do you pronounce C I C C O? You should know that. <laughs> Come on. Ron, I'm just going to say, Mr. The Man Chico. Uh, he has a top 10 hit with his group, uh, EJ, called I Don't Know. Folks, let's have a little listen to that top 10 Billboard Club hit currently in the top 10. And then we'll be speaking to him from Las Vegas. Here goes I Don't Know by EJ.
How are you? I'm good. Hold on one second. Oh wow, we got a we got a video uh, link too. The how exciting! There you are. Oh my God, can you hear me? I can. <laughs> Welcome to House of Pride Radio. The consensus is Chico di Chico. Is that right? Yeah, the, yeah. It, it's Italian, and you know, I originally was going to spell my name in the Italian form, which was would be apostrophe C I C C O. But being in America, people would say Psycho or Sicko or Chico or Chico. I just figured I'd make it pretty simple and spell it C H I C O. I love it. Can you see us? I hope not. <laughs> no, I cannot see you guys. Okay, good. So we can see you. Oh, look how cute you are. <laughs> Will you put your shirt back on, Eli? Oh, damn it. Do I have to? <laughs> We're kidding. All right. Oh, yeah, well, this sounds great. I don't get to have any fun. You guys get to see me, and he's taking his shirt off like I, I want to see. I don't know how to activate the video. This this is new technology. Oh, look, he's drinking a glass of wine. God bless oh, you. Gosh, All right. Where's my champagne? <laughs> We're so excited to have you here. Folks, we're, we're talking to Chief live from Las Vegas. You are the um, CEO of RMG Music Group. Can you tell us a little about that? RMG Music Group stands for Ronald Mark Group, which is my actual full name, Ronald Mark DeChico Jr. Chico's not really my middle name. Chico's the nickname that I had since I DJed way back in the day. And so, yeah, RMG, uh, RMG Music Group is a, uh, a new entity that I started up a few years ago to start releasing new music, new projects, and that's going to expand into books, audio books, uh, TV pilots, and some movie um, placements. Awesome. Now, speaking of music, you have a hit out now entitled, uh, I Don't Know, is that what I just played? It is called that's the, I Don't yeah, Know by don't. EJ. Tell us about this. So EJ's a little 12 year old boy from North Carolina who I met through some theater people that I'm friends with in New York, where he is now attending uh, the Performing Arts School of Manhattan. And um, we collaborated on that track here in Las Vegas um, this past summer uh, when he moved here for a little while and we were in the studio working on some stuff. And um, of course, as all young recording artists, the young singers are, they're trying to find their sound and their voice. And um, we were going through probably, I think we had gone up to like almost 15 songs that we had written or pulled in from some other um, catalogs from some other writers. And I finally just got to the point where it, it just, nothing was fitting right. And I said, Evan, I said, what do you want to sing about? What do you want to do? And he's like, you know what, Cheek, I don't really know. And I said, you know what? You actually do, because you just wrote the first line of the song. I really do not know. And that's how we came up with the record. Wow. Yeah. I love it. I love it. There's a lesson there, folks. Uh, and here, I'm looking at your EP on iTunes with all these fabulous remixes. Now, Wayne Newman and I have, have worked together in the past. Um, okay. tell, tell us a little bit about some of these other uh, cats you have on the project. So, it, it, yeah, it, it came together pretty organically. Um I have done some remixes for a lot of the Billboard promoters, uh, Frank Serralo, Bobby Shaw, Lauren Chaidez, and um, uh, Harry Towers from back in the day. It's just, you know, just I've, I've been remixing since Junior Vasquez days when I ghost mixed for some some stuff uh, for him back in the day. And, and so I kind of strategically put some things together, but I had uh, found Wayne through a mix that he did for Frank for me. And that's how I was introduced to Wayne. And of course, Twisted D and then Craig C was introduced to me through Frank. Um, but Stonebridge, you know, 
Stonebridge is classic and, and a staple in the industry and an amazing producer um, from Sweden and now in the UK. And uh, DJ Strobe, a very close friend of mine from back in Pittsburgh, where I'm originally from. And yes. um, how we put uh, that's how we put it all together. Yes, we've uh, sampled uh, DJ Strobe's mix uh, as we were calling you. Let's have a, a quick listen now, folks, to uh, the Stonebridge um, remix. Uh, don't go anywhere. Here goes. I don't know by EJ. I really don't. I really do not know. See, the hook is strong. Mm. <laughs> I really do know. Very catchy. I love it. Yeah. How did you find this 12-year-old talent? Um, so Evan was in in um, a couple of shows and plays back in, uh, in New York City, where he's, he's living now, with another young kid, Jonah Mussolini, who's friends, uh, who's uh, the son of a very close friend of mine, Revy, who was a dance artist back in the 90s. And Revy and I had been talking about working with Jonah, and um, she actually introduced me to Evan and his parents and said, you got to hear this kid. He's really great. He's got this kind of unique sound, and um, they're looking to do something. And so that's how we, we, uh, we connected. Awesome. And where are you at on Billboard right now? Um, we actually we peaked. We peaked at number four, I think. I think we're in the 20s now, so we're on the way down. That that that, that club chart, you know how that club chart works. Yeah, I know. Blow up and then back down. <laughs> Congre- let's have a nice round of applause. Yes. Number four, that's a smash. Yes. Is um yep. EJ touring four, right now? Number four on the club chart, and then we went to uh, we actually appeared on the uh, the electronic chart at, at 29. So oh. um, mm-hmm. that was a, that was a nice surprise as well. So absolutely. And who? Uh, well, we, you're not supposed to ask who your promoter is, so don't answer. But um, <laughs> I'm going to say New York. Someone in New York City. <laughs> um, he is um, someone that resides in New York somewhere. I'm not exactly sure where. Okay. Um, his mayor. His name may or may not be familiar with a lot of the people on the Billboard Dance Chart. Um, I would probably say it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could give you maybe an alias. Would you like an alias? Sure. Uh, I'll give you an alias in Spanish, Roberto. Spanish. Roberto. Hmm. <laughs> what, isn't that like Robert in English? <laughs> that is Robert in English. Okay. And Robert is short for a certain, I mean, Robert's long for a certain short name. Okay, I got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you with me, Ming? Ming Monroe. I, but I, I, let me just introduce the, cat, the cats here in our control room. I've got okay. this beautiful lady, Ming Monroe. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Maring, um, Maring. <laughs> Ming, are you a singer too? No, I'm a performer. Oh, okay. I mean, I think it's her. I'm trying to hook her up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and next. Oh, uh, hi. My, my name is uh, Armando, and um, writer, producer, director here in the Bay Area. 
Nice to meet you, Armando. Right, nice to meet you too. Great song, and uh, it really got. If you if you saw all of us, we were all. We like bump, bumping our heads. I think he wants to use it in the yeah. film he's making right now. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're looking, you know, we're looking for. We're going to be making a soundtrack. For oh yeah. Too, so. All right. Yeah. This is what House of Pride is all about. You guys, yes. you guys connect, connect. 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 off <laughs> off the <laughs> show. Okay, you know where to get each other. I'm sorry, tweak. I'm sorry, tweak. Is you bring me on the show and then pimp me out without me knowing? I got you. You guys have to check out the Spanish mixes too because those are up. No lo sé. Um, huh. There's a reggaeton version, and then there's the Stonebridge mm-hmm. Spanish version. Oh, there's favorite. the Rocco Santino Spanish version. Let's check it out. Let's check out the uh, Rocco Santino classic version, uh, and give us the backstory on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you're not supposed to give out your aliases or whatever. But oh. Rocco Santino is my 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 12 year old Maltese. Oh. Uh-oh. Yes, and he plays the uh, synthesizer. <laughs> so. he, he inspired me to go back to my Junior Vasquez like uh, roots and pull out my tribal tribal loops and sounds and, and percussions and stuff and build up the uh, the tribal mix for uh, for the project. So awesome. we just slap we just slap the different alias on it. That's all. Let's check it out. I don't know EJ the Rocco Santano classic remix. You know, I'm really feeling that melodic mix. That's great. That's one of my favorites. Definitely. You know, Ronnie, I was, uh, by the way, my name's Eli, Eli Soto. I'm co-hosting today. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, with, Eli. With, Twe- with Tweeka. I got my little introduction. <laughs> I'm just going to do it myself. But Tweeka's was, hogging the mic. Yeah. Anyway, and so in this conversation, I kept hearing a lot about Junior Vasquez and wondering if you'd ever worked with him, what your connection with Junior Vasquez is. I remember back in the mid-90s listening to Donna Summer, State of Independence, remixed uh, by Junior Vasquez. So that goes a long ways back. Can you tell me about your experience so i got introduced uh, to junior through uh, an artist that i was managing years ago named jason walker who's originally from cannonsburg pennsylvania which is close to where i'm from back in pittsburgh and um not being in the gay scene at that time or the circuit um uh, the circuit arena um he was and very familiar with that so i got introduced to the house and um and dance scene through jason and as we started to produce and write together and build up his um, catalog, and then he got signed with Junior, I was able to um, 
be brought on board to do vocal mixing and production for his first album, but then also got, um, you know, got asked to program and do some mixing for him. So, um, you know, I, I, I was in the booth with Junior a couple of different times at some different places, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, having that experience to be able to, um, you know, so, sell my chops and what I was able to do opened up the doors for me as a, sure. an individual mixer as well. Yeah, it's a great name to have on a resume. What is your remixing name back in the day? Uh, well, when you're ghost remixing, your name's nobody. Your name's Paycheck. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. I get it. Okay. Yeah, but um, I, I mean, I started. I, I, I've been using Chico for the longest time. I, I also remixed under the Degenerates. I remixed under um, Chico Latino with Vic Latino. A lot of the Bermudez Chico mixes. Um, I did some stuff with Funk Generation with Mike Rizzo, um, and uh, and yeah, and so. Um, the Degenerates is my own kind of uh, creation, which is more of a group, which I'm trying to, to build up now, as opposed to just like a DJ remix production kind of outlet. Oh, fabulous. So uh, so here you are. You've had this big smash. Is this one of your biggest productions uh, or have you, have you have had some number ones as well? Yeah, I've, I've 13 number ones now. Um, I've done a lot of Christine yeah. W., Katy Perry, Britney Spears, um, Rihanna. Um, uh, did some production on Hillary Duff's Best of album that went to I think 125 on the top 200 albums when that album came out. Um, I really so, like but, uh, Christine W's uh, last uh, record, Stars. That was hot. Yeah, yeah, I did. The, I I mixed and did re-recorded the vocals for the the Candlelight mixes for the Vegas Strong uh, promotion. Awesome. So, will you be doing more work with EJ? Yeah, we're. Um, we're kind of waiting to see where this goes with Spotify. We've been getting a lot of more streams on Spotify and expanding internationally. We've got some um, some German spins and some uh, Russian uh, spins as well. And it's starting to build up some momentum internationally. So we're going to ride that wave and see where that takes us along with, like I said, the Spotify promotion. But yeah, we're constantly um, tossing around new ideas for a follow-up. Uh, given that he's 12 and he's in school and he's doing the... Um, the musical theater performance as well and stuff like that. We're trying to kind of balance it out and not let one take over the other and kind of see where it rides out. Um, Cause at 12 years old, sometimes you know exactly what you want to do. And sometimes you want to, you know, you got to feel things out and not overwhelm, whelm the child. So, yeah. I remember back in the day, I don't know if this is still happening now when the DJs used to compile their lists of what is making noise and that you'd compile it all together. I think it would appear in Billboard magazine, and eventually that's where hits were born. Is that still happening now? And where do hmm, we find interesting. it? Interesting. I'm not, I, I, you're, you're, you're turning me on to something new. Yeah, I, I've never heard of that either, Eli, but you know, yeah. I know who would be on your top 10, anything <laughs> by Donna Summer. <laughs> um, Get a hold of a Donna Summer song. Eli's the biggest Donna Summer fan ever. ever. Do you have any Donna Summer stories to... Um, to excite me. Yeah, make him blow I, up. I, you know what? I, I honestly don't. I wish that I, I, could, uh, I could entertain you, Eli, but I do not have any Donna Summer stories. <laughs> I yeah. like the honesty. I guess Brittany isn't good enough for you, Eli. Brittany who? I can tell you the time, I can tell you the time that uh, Hillary Duff loved me. What did you say? You broke up there. I, I could tell you the time that Hillary Duff snubbed me in the Las Vegas casino, but 
Oh, what? Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We want all Ming's attention peaked. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was just funny because I remixed. We did the the Reach Out record that that did really well, and then we remixed um, or we produced the um, the Holiday record on her uh, Best of, and um, I went to. Uh, and I had never met her personally, but she was walking through the casino and I had reached out, no pun intended, to um, to get her attention and talk to her. And she kind of looked at me and I was like, uh, I remixed your record with Joey Bermudez. And she just like looked at me like I was crazy. And the bouncer was like, get back. Oh, and I'm God. Like, Ouch. I got snubbed. I got duffed. You got duffed and snubbed. <laughs> I got duffed by Hillary Duff. Yeah. Well, you know, she probably got back to her, you know, um, slot machine and realized, oh, damn, that was one of the best remixes. I, I have a question <laughs> really quickly. I don't know why I'm asking, but you said you peaked at number four on this song. Correct. Yeah. This song. And so mm-hmm. does, the, does the song take more weeks to climb than it does to fall off the chart? You know what? It, it, I mean, obviously, that depends. I mean, Bruno Mars and Rihanna basically came and trampled on our parade. But I mean, who better to lose out to than some big names like that? Um, we we actually made some substantial gains. First, the first week we were the Hot Shot debut, which was amazing, and then we we jumped literally eight to nine points each week consecutively, and so we got to that top five spot relatively like really quick and it was just with ease and flow and you know the billboard gods were on our on our side and everything uh, aligned and then that last two weeks we kind of got stuck in the mix of um the uh the rihanna promotion and the bruno mars promotion which we knew bruno mars was not gonna you know we, we figured he would jump us if we didn't break into that top three pretty quick but um yeah usually once a record but depending upon who it is and because ej's not a known name nobody knows who he is we don't have a huge music video out there promoting right now um it's it's an anomaly to to be able to do that that well that fast but you also expect to kind of fall off really quick too because they're going to make room for the next records that are coming up and it makes sense it makes a lot of sense however sometimes after a, a song is peaked i still go to the clubs and i still hear life in the song being played so i still feel like there's like it's still popular that it shouldn't be falling off as quickly as they do well you have to remember something there's life after the billboard dance club chart that's that is a promotion that is well respected and well valued but it doesn't it doesn't symbolize or it doesn't represent what's still being played by a lot of people or what what totally agree you know people are really or vibing to so I think there's 175 Billboard reporters in the dance part of promotions that they they don't they rank those songs every week or something like that. Correct. Yeah, yeah. they they chart them according to what they play, what their crowd responds to, and um, yeah, there's a promotional process that um, I'm I'm not fully educated on or understand totally yeah. um well there's two right here in san francisco shout out to john lapage and phil b <laughs> hey hey <laughs> all right um well we gotta let you go but uh this is super exciting let's uh let this be the beginning of um getting with you whenever you're dropping a, a new uh, ep do you have something coming up um we're going to be announcing something uh, in the next 30 to 60 days, and the 30 to 60 days really depends upon how fast or how slow it falls into into place. But the second that I do, you guys will definitely be the first to know. We love it. Uh, well, um, tell folks where they can go to follow you, like a website or something like that. 
So, I mean, my Facebook pages are kind of all interconnected, but RMG Music Group on Facebook or Ronnie Chico to Chico. Um, EJ's page is EJ Write Music. And all of the um, Instagrams and Twitters are all the same. EJ Write Music or Ronnie Chico to Chico. Fabulous. Well, let's go out with one more remix. Uh, we, should, we ought to play the Wayne Newman one since we've dropped his name and we both know him yeah. so well. No, definitely. Uh, that's the jazz house mix. I love that mix. That's why we, we wanted it to be one of the main ones out there. Sure. Thank you, Ronnie. It's a fabulous song. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, folks, uh, let's have a nice round of applause, please, for Ronnie Chico de Chico from Las Vegas. Going out now with I Don't Know by EJ. Num- Pick the number four, folks. Go to iTunes, download it, support your local artist. Here we go. I Don't Know, the Wayne Newman remix. Thank you, Ronnie. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I really don't. I really don't know. By EJ, great song. Wasn't that a great song, guys? Yeah, Do you like it? Amazing song. Yes, and fabulous interview with Ronnie Chico Di Chico. Wow, multi-talented. Well, speaking of multi-talented, we're going to be talking now. We want to hear about her journey. The one and only Miss Ming Monroe. Welcome. Welcome. You've had quite a. Uh, uh, involved a few months. Tell us about it. <laughs> Let it all out, girl. Gosh, I'm so curious. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you know, well, I could basically say, you know, I've been a professional dancer. Um, I dance in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl? Yeah. Where? At Oregon? Okay. Obviously, somebody doesn't watch football. Oh. <laughs> 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 no, anyway, so just to say a little bit about myself. Um, I'm a professional dancer. Um, I'm a hairstylist. I'm from San Francisco. That's right. Where's your? Where do you do hair? Jazzy's hair salon, folks. This is the place to go. What is your specialty? Weaving, cutting, styling, and coloring. I have four things that I like to do. I just turned up your mic just to reiterate. We're speaking to Ming Monroe. (laughs) Yeah, because I was like, hello. I know. And you all should go make an appointment with her at her hair salon. Staff. Hair Hair salon salon. called Jazzy Sun and Spa, Mm -hmm. Fillmore and 80. 1315 Fillmore. 
I love it. And um, so, so a girl, a Renaissance girl. Yeah, I'm I'm a multi-talented. I'm everywhere. Um, so you know, like I've been getting a lot of bookings. You know, I host my old Beyonce show at Port Bar. It's called Beehive. So I have my own show. Oh, really? There. I like that name. Yeah, yeah, it's really hot. When can it we is. come see you? Is it sixties themed? <laughs> Tweak anything for you. If you want to think, see, that's what it'll be. Beehive, girl. You know I have a bunch of beehives. <laughs> I mean, no, I think no. your, your Facebook oh, picture says it. Wow. This is true. It's so, true. This is so true. So, no, um, our next, my next show that I'll be hosting is um, April 5th at the Port Bar. That's Beyonce night. And I think that num- we're doing number. So, I have a series. So, you know, like, it's each, each, each of my, my show is one of her albums. Oh. So all the girls that I book, we have to do that. And it's every week? No, it's um, once a month. Once a month. Gives but, you really a lot of time to yeah, get the, yeah. the choreography done. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of hard... I mean, I live and breathe the choreography, well, so I'm, I, mean, I know it all. About... So each one is a Beyonce album? Yeah. Oh, I love yeah. it. I love that. So, okay. each one so which the... one are we, we working on this coming show? Hold on. Let me make sure. Uh, we just did four. So we be doing uh, um, the partition one. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was a, that was a good one. That was Drunken Love yeah, and Partition. Right. Those yeah. were two big hits. Yeah. I think there was what was that? Get Me Bodied was that off of that one? No, Get Me Bodied was off. Of, um, you tried it. Get Me Body. <laughs> Get Me Body was off the um, Experience. I think. Who's a Beyonce fan besides um, us two? You guys? I love Beyonce, but I like I was telling Ming earlier. I get them. Con- I still get it confused. Who does? Beyonce, who does Destiny's Child, and like lose well, lose yourself or lose my breath, lose my, lose my lose breath. That was yes. Destiny's Child. <laughs> See, there you go. I like that. So, what's I your favorite that. Armando um, Beyonce or um, Destiny's? You know, I feel like know, they're both we, related. It's like a journey. But we have to be honest because Armando's straight. So you know what I'm saying? He's really looking, oh, let's test him. He's really looking more at her body. So yeah. let's just be clear. Well, let's you know? let him answer. You may be surprised. But you know, I will, I will say this: I actually like her more in the movies. Actually. I like her more as, a, as an actress. Oh, what? Uh, How many movies did she make? Two. All I know is Dream Girl. What's but the other one? She did. No, she, no, she made. She, made she did Edda James. She did Edda James. She did know, Dream I, Girls. You know, actually, I think as, a, as an She actor. did Carmen, and she did... Um, I don't know those. Well, which movie were you referring well, to? Yeah, like? actually, my personal favorite has... Well, I, I'm an Austin Powers fan. So <gasps> like Austin. Oh, she was good in Austin Powers. Yeah, I was actually... Yeah, she was good in that. I would say that I said, if, I ever, if I ever need like a good laugh... That, that that trilogy, that Austin Powers trilogy. Yeah, yeah. that was hot for her. Or the duet between her and Lady Gaga. Yeah, that was funny too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you try. Tweak. Okay, you guys. That was pretty funny it. though. No. <laughs> anyway, so, so. so Ming, does your show entail a lot of? Hard-bodied choreography. Yeah, because I don't play no games. No yeah. games. That's nah, and I'm sure Tweaky could pull out some of my videos. I'm sure he could look at Balancewire. Yeah. Tell, uh, tell us about who's on your the perform. Who are the performers coming up? Well, um, this um, April 5th, I have Venus Soleil. And I have Bianca Simone, my sister. Oh, yeah, Bianca. Yeah, so. I want to know about your most funniest wardrobe malfunction. Oh, <laughs> so... <laughs> She doesn't have wardrobe <laughs> malfunctions. I mean, you know, you know, I just got my breasts done. Just uh, well, yeah. So I wanted to talk. And I didn't know if we were allowed to talk Come about on, your journey. Let's, let's get it. So, folks listening to us, if I have this right, you um, you've transgendered into a woman yeah. recently. All the way. Yeah. You've always felt like a woman, but yeah. physically, you've done it yeah. all the way, meaning both up and down uh, south and north uh, yeah and, uh, <laughs> the whole globe that's a big step that reminds me of piper mcgroin who's done the same thing do you know her piper have not 
You haven't crossed? She She hasn't? She said she did, didn't she? Oh, I'm so... Oh, my God. I got that wrong. (laughs) I... I must be getting her confused with somebody oh, else. Okay, so back to me. <laughs> back to you. <laughs> Sorry, Piper. Breaking news. <laughs> All right. Back to the main Ooh, show. that was a key key. Yeah. So anyway. But no, um, you know, the journey is definitely, 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 definitely. Um, and I have not got my bottom part done yet either. So oh, I thought oh. you said you didn't. You yeah. think she said I both no, I sides? I had to just get my teeth. Yes, okay. you let I me got my breasts. You let me so. feel those last night at Badlands. Yes, and I did. They still need. So tell us the the process so, of the, getting but, boobs. So it's 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 ooh. So like I like I said, I always was against getting fake surgery. Like I I didn't understand it. Did and they? You know, did you start on hormones? Yeah, I started on hormones. Oh, okay, and, but I had a, I had a thirty four C on my hormones, so I was already big already. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So because my family they got big titties, so I guess whatever. <laughs> you know, thanks so, grandma, <laughs> thanks auntie, thanks mom, thanks sister. Okay, but no, you know, as as like you know, as time goes on, you know, for the hormones, I was like, okay, and I was looking at all the other girls, and I was hanging around with this guy that I don't want to mention no name, but. Mm. He was one of them straight guys that like all the girls, the transgender girls, they have like this fake body, mm-hmm. this and this and this. And I'm like, okay, because you know, as a black girl, you know, we feel like we are just automatically pretty. You know what I'm saying? So we feel like we don't need this. We got we got big asses. We don't have, it's not an issue for us. You know what I'm saying? But they've got the curves. Oh, well, we what, definitely do. What's, I mean, what's, you said fake body. Well, there's what's, some skinny the black women out there. But you know, to me, like I said, like I was. When a, when a lot of girls, a lot of like a lot of real girls and a lot of trans, I was like, why do they get all that work done? Mm-hmm. And I had to ask myself because you know, as a trans woman, you think that guys will like girls to be more voluptuous, voluptuous and more natural. More but curvy. honey, the straight guys these days, honey, they they want you to have everything dramatic, everything oh, they want. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. You know, that they want sense. they want your they want your ass to be big. They want uh-huh. everything to be fake, fake. Right. And and I'm into it. But oh. I'm gonna tell you this much because when I first got my surgery, you guys, I was like on a journey. So let me get back to my journey because we just went all around. So um, on my journey, <laughs> I was like. Um, <laughs> I didn't um I didn't I didn't know at first. You know, I just thought as being androgynous, you know. And as a girl, because I started to become a girl like all fully at the age of twenty one. So that's when I started taking my hormones. Now that I'm thirty seven years old. What? <laughs> so yeah. So so twenty one was your uh, That was my breaking point for me to really start men- just becoming because my name my girl name is Tamia, but my stage name is okay. Mia Monroe. But yeah. mentally at twenty one you felt yeah. you were fully, I was a fully a female. Yes, female. Yeah. All but that. not like early on and like six. Years she started old. taking hormones. I started taking the hormones yeah. early, but I mean like the, when I really went to my crossover uh-huh. it's when I was like twenty twenty one. Yeah. You know, is I was always in drive. So you waited all these years to uh Together. Yeah. So I was full time, but I was always androgynous. So you know what I'm saying? Like I was still sure. a gay, uh, gay drag boy, you okay. know, with like long hair oh, and yeah. burns. Yeah. So now you're living as a woman. 24 7 as a woman. 24 7 as a woman. And, and you know, it, you, I think there's different uh, tiers of boobs, and yeah. you didn't go all out like. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I, well, you know. Those look more natural to yeah, me. Yeah. And you know, like they're 38D. I'm happy with that. You know, but they started off as a double D. So, you know, when you heal, they go now. Well, and oh. they're proportionate to your figure. Yeah, and that's what the doctor said because I told him, I was like, I want to go big or go home. <laughs> and then I went to the doctors and I was like, but I don't want nothing because I dance. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in rehearsal. I got a lot of stuff. So I cannot. I don't want nothing. Have those to slapping you in the cheek. Hit me in my face. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I, throw, and I throw my hair a lot. Hold on. <laughs> Were you worried that the size you ended up choosing was not going to be right? 
no because that's what i would be stressed about like, I, I was scared right i'm not gonna lie i was scared pick the because, right size because i was like because i let the doctor pick it because did they I was show scared. you the different sizes they didn't know they didn't show me anything they just said okay well this is what we're gonna do <laughs> and i was like and, and can i just tell you guys like all of the doctors were so fine and i was like oh my god <laughs> she's in good like, hands <laughs> like and I, I got to the doctor and i was like is this really about to happen right now <laughs> So like my anesthesia doctor, I was like, uh, like, can I have your card? I will be yeah, back. Yeah, w- I'm coming can back right now. <laughs> right now, big guy. Oh my god. So he was like, um, I think I'm gonna go have oh this my god, thing. yeah. So the the um the surgeon, like the anesthesia doctor, he was fine. So when you go into surgery, let me. I'm gonna give you guys a rundown so you guys can know. So when you go get surgery. You have so many different doctors, right? So you have the anesthesia doctor, you got the other, the the captain, surgeon. Mm-hmm. Baby, when I say they was all fine, I was like, girl, I can do my hair on my nails and I can't wear no makeup. So folks listening who want to transgender, go to what hospital? <laughs> the general hospital, honey. Right here. Right here? Dr. Terry. All right. Dr. Oh. Terry in the house. Yeah, so. Dr. Dr. Love. appointments together. Uh, I'm going to think about it just oh a little God. bit. I think, but I'm, I'm going to tell you this much. You may think it's cute now, baby, but when you get the surgery, honey. Tell me about the. That. Yes, because you last night you said the pain was a ten on Ooh, the ten. Baby. Yeah. So when I had my surgery, you know they gave me the anesthesia. I wake up, and so they, you got to go through this recovery thing. So it's a you sit by by a nurse. They got you strapped in, honey. So you wake up. She's going, and I instantly wake up. And so then I got up, and the anesthesia, like I was still off the anesthesia. So I was like trying to walk around, and I get to Oakland to my friend house, baby. If that anesthesia didn't wear off. If I didn't feel like I got hit by 20 different trucks, FedEx truck, UPS truck. Ouch. Like Uh, throbbing pain? Yeah, like, and it was just like, and you you feel your whole body going, just feel like your whole body was just Oh, no. And I was like, oh my God. And so like my friend, like really, my friend had to help me get up. He had to put his hand right here behind my back, grab my arm and help me push up. Oh Lord. I was like, oh, this hurts so bad. And then you, I cannot go to the bathroom by myself. Like it, it was that bad. Like, did you have to use a pet pan, bed oh, pan? No, girl, I went to the toilet. But, okay. see. <laughs> but no, um, it, it was the pain I is definitely have my intense. Dignity. <laughs> yeah, I, ha- yeah, I can. <laughs> did they feed you Jello, girl? They- <laughs> she trying it, you guys. She <laughs> trying it, but no, um, it, it was How definitely. Was your recovery? I'm still recovering now. Yeah. Oh, well, so when when was your operation? It was Cop- February twelfth. So, so not um, too long ago. Yeah, it was Eli. three weeks. So uh, Monday yeah. was um three weeks. Yeah. yeah. So it's a big step. It's a big step, but it's yeah. not. It's well. Once you get these, you you can never change. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I'm gonna tell people, young transgenders or anybody that if you really want to get this, mm-hmm. this is something that you really have to work towards. And it's not. It's not an easy task. Mm-hmm. You I, know. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but before you commit. To uh, a physical change, you, you have to go to therapy. Ther- you, you go to a, therapy. Yeah. You gotta yeah. go. You gotta go to start evaluation. You go through all that. Like so, it's not like people can't just go get titties. You know what I'm saying? Like you like, gotta go see. Yeah, you can't you decide gotta, one night. Yeah, like, and they be like, like I'm gonna like, go get it tomorrow. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, you gotta go through a psych evaluation. I think if you go to Mexico, well, I, but I mean, <laughs> but that's in Mexico. But even then, you gotta stay aside. Yeah, even then, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not like because some people that get titties and they don't want them, they kill themselves. Yeah. Because oh, you don't want that to happen. No, but I'm just yeah. saying, no, but like you get some people that yeah. really just do it for the fun and then after yeah. they're there, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I know I went to a transgender um, group before and a lot of people wasn't happy, 
you know, because they could, they couldn't go away. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So they it, wanted it to leave. So you want to make sure this is really yeah, how is, you identify is, with because this is a totally different body. Yeah. You know, once you get into this body, like, does it feel good though to become your own? And you, yeah. you know, but it feels good to become who you really want to become. You've been, and this has been a long journey for you. Uh, yeah. Since you know, 21. Yeah. You, yeah. So and, this. And, and, oh, I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, you actually made a really good point because you know you the the journey you had to go through to be who you really are. Right. And that's something that I'm dealing with. With, with my movie it's mm. about you know people all the different characters are on a, on a specific journey and, and, and some people some of them know who they are right. but then some of them find themselves in a, in a path that they didn't know that they were on correct and it leads them to something even big, bigger and better than what they thought yeah. so yeah so it's, it's really it's about you know, I think everyone, I mean, all of us, we're all here. We're all trying to rediscover something about ourselves that we didn't know. Right, a work in progress, Sacred yeah. Hearts, and I feel yeah. like it's just not too late to write a, a scene for uh, Ming Monroe. Oh God! So yeah, I just, I just. There's always that scene in the movie where you go to the sister of the priest. Perhaps. I mean, if you ever need me, I would totally do it. But you know what? Let's work. But I'm just, I'm just gonna say, you know. It's just it just feels good to know that I live in California and San Francisco exactly, yeah. because, you know, like we really accept it here, you know, and it's it's not easy. People think that it's easy just to go to sleep and be like, oh, I'm going to be a drag queen. Or I want to. I mean, drag is like good, but it, to be a trans woman, like it's not easy and to be and to be accepted out here. Do you feel it's it's safe for um, persons who are trans or or? who have crossed over completely mm-hmm. and maybe don't pass or not, you know, you hear about maybe because they, 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 un- they unclockable. You know, you, are they, are they <laughs> clock? Are they get clocked? I, or, you, yeah. know, you hear that word passable a lot. Right. I mean, who is safe going, in this city anymore? Right. I but swear I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, but this yeah. is a deal too, though. Like not to cut you off, yeah. but, um, sorry, I did. Sorry. Eli. I, <laughs> I was just wondering if it's, if it is in fact, difficult and and i consider your your life brave yeah that's a very brave Um, thing to go into places like kansas or wherever and and be yourself after transitioning how how do you feel about um, that you know uh, i feel like you see yourself as a woman yeah and that's how you live your life but i mean i feel but you know i am gonna say that some people that i do see like start trying it Mm -hmm. and they be want to be it like it it's it's you can tell that it's really rough Mm -hmm. and you can tell that like they need some type of guidance Mm -hmm. you know because if you if this is what you really want to become you have to really put your 10 foot forth and be this person right you cannot just get dressed up and be like oh i'm a woman Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like it comes from within you know being a woman comes from within Mm -hmm. and and if and if you're not if that's not what you're trying to preach that's what you're trying not to show and then it's uh, this word unpassable or unclockable Uh or that Mm -hmm. that is just a lingo that's just a word Mm -hmm. that people say you know what i'm saying because you get some people that when they get in drag, honey, they look better than some trans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I'm just yeah. keeping 100. You know? I guess I just wonder if it's safer. Like San is Francisco it, is a safety zone. It's, it's, it's safe. Well, it's really know, safe out how, here in San Francisco. We, how, do we, yeah. how do we become the martyr out there beyond well, San you know, Francisco? I think it's important that you know we I mean? continue to live our lives the way that we want. And I think that the more we, ex- we, 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 t- we show people that, listen, you know, not just in San Francisco, but we gotta tell you know the worldwide that you know it's important that you be who you really are, really yeah. authentically are. And the more the more people, the more you let people see who who regardless of what community you're in, mm-hmm. I think it makes it'll, it'll prevent less fear. In people. Well, I hope sacred. 
hearts. Hearts. <laughs> Open up a lot message. of doors. Yeah, yeah, this I will hope be, that will be yeah. a part of that message. And that's the thing, you know, I mean, uh, there's a lot of things that in the story that are very, uh, I feel are, are very relevant. But, you know, the important thing is that, you know, and not, not to get too, you know, Deep. deep into this one but, <laughs> go I, there, go but, there. but i will say that the, 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 the thing is that you know one day um, Tweak, you know we'll be we'll be <laughs> one day we'll, you know, are you attracted to trans i mean it's really the only question on my mind right now but i want to know yeah can i ask a question <laughs> <laughs> you're so handsome no he is fine baby uh, i'm the uh, only good, one who good hasn't jeans, said good it jeans, yeah. good jeans. Good is everybody in your family that fine <laughs> do you have a girlfriend right now? I'm single right now. Yeah. Oh, actually single, yeah. But, but listen, but, <laughs> but you know, um, but again, but, the movie isn't all about trans. It's no, a, there's it's, other it's, elements. It's a, it's, it's, but no, Twinkle question like, was: <laughs> Do you find trans women attractive? I mean, I, I think that there's lots of beautiful trans uh, people out there. Yeah, I mean, there's a beautiful trans women out there, and then there's yeah. there's you know, there's I think it's an undeniable question. It's okay. true that there I mean, are beautiful I mean, trans I mean, women. So what did you see? What did you think of when I first walked in the door? <laughs> Let's ask that question. Well, when I, when I first saw you uh, walk into the door, mm-hmm. I just thought, oh boy, I, I better, I better, I better uh, compliment her. I better, I, I better say something, you know, I better watch what I say because I'll probably just say something mm-hmm. she'll be like, oh man. Who's this? Who's this nerd? I'm part. I'm. 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 I'm a self-proclaimed. You know. I'm. I'm a nerd. I'm also. I'm but you're cute. Yeah, you're really hot. Are you? Are you Italian? Uh, Latino. Oh, Latino. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Honduras. Honduras. Tegucigalpa. Ah, uh, nice. oh, yes. Okay. Talk. Talk to your home country. <laughs> are they listening? No, I'm just. I'm just saying that. Thank you, Tweeka, for having me. Is anything, thank you. You guys got any more questions for me? I do. Um, What's that? Uh, so, um, okay, here's here's my question. Um, so now that you feel like more of a woman, okay. do you, um, what are some of your objectives in your lifetime as a woman that you'd like to reach? Um, you know, <clears throat> that's a little serious, girl. <laughs> do you see yourself as a mentor for other? Folk? Yes, this is my thing. Uh-huh. So I want to say maybe in like a year or so, I want to get like a young transgender group together that's been sexually harassed, beaten. And, you know, family members that disown them for who they are. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's the, the, the reason why a lot of trans women go to doing drugs is because they have no help. You know, and their family gave up on them or they put them out. It can, I, it's To me, it sounds like it can be a very, very scary uh, path to try to take without support. You know? It's, yeah. And so I, I really want to I wanna give back to that community because I feel like as some of the stuff, the things that I've been through, I can give it back and I can be a good mentor because I definitely been through some stuff in my life. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and it was, it was not so easy. You know what I'm saying? Like I started off as a dancer. Like that's all I did my whole life. Mm-hmm. Dance, 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 as a dance, boy. dance, dance, as a boy. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? So that's what I did my whole life. I was in rehearsal, this place, that place. That. So I was so busy. And then when I got some free time, I got around the wrong people and whoop, there it was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I wanna I wanna give back to the community, to the young to the younger girls and maybe just some even some older girls that's you know what I'm saying, that still looking for help. You know, because I feel like at this day and age that all of us need help. Mm-hmm. And we can never say that help will not help. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I mean, we we all Well, I like your energy. I think um you would be a good role model. You're, you you project yeah, really well. Yeah. And um yeah. I think people are drawn to you. So awesome. I think that's a great I look yeah. forward to seeing how you yeah. develop yeah. 
Uh, and it's great having you here. This is your first time. Please come back. Yeah, I will. Awesome. Yeah. And Armando, your yeah. film is called okay. Sacred Hearts. Yeah, Sacred Hearts. And uh, again, you know, this is a it's a it's a very important movie that I really want to see made and um, putting a lot of time and effort into this. And uh, and I was, I was about going to say earlier that you know one day me and all of us will be long gone one day. But the great thing about being an artist in whatever field that it is is that we get to leave something behind that mm -hmm. will be rediscovered for generations to, to, to come. And that's something how I, what I really want for this movie to be. And it's. And, 12 years in the making, so you the making, yeah. don't wait too much longer. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, look, I mean, I, I, every every project has its time, but no, I think it's it's this time. It's this time, and I'm, I'm, I'm ready, I'm pumped, and I'm, I'm really excited of where this is going to lead. We are excited, excited for, you. for you. Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Come on yeah. back yeah. when it's ready come, to yeah. PR. I'm ready, I'm ready to come back, yeah. I'd love to come back and just give more progress on the film. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, and then if you, if you guys you know if you're ready, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and this Ming, too. Uh, yeah, if you, if you guys just write her into a small. It doesn't have to be a big scene. I could, just I, little, I could think. I could little do like a little snippet, yeah. maybe a leg extension or something. Who knows? Every, like every like all, all of you are gonna be. Every movie needs. Oh, wow. Somebody. There'll be a scene out of the radio show <laughs> here. This is a San Francisco uh, uh, tribute. I mean, we have to get everyone. Every yes. yeah. So you, yes. you, you, everyone. Yeah, we gotta, let's get everyone. Let's get tweaked at the dress up. Can you That's right. Everyone's schedules. Face on the back door. Yeah, yeah. Next Wednesday, all extras needed here come to. House Broad Radio, <laughs> 6 p.m. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's invited. Everyone, everyone could, everyone could uh, be a part of this this movie. This is a, this is a movie. Yeah, so you got a movement going on, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a movie for the people. It's a okay. Movie for the people, for Let's everyone. Get it. And follow Amando That's on right. your web page, or yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll be honest, I'm not, I'm really not that uh, tech savvy, but I will yeah. tell you this: you can find me on Facebook, Facebook, I'm, yeah. Armando Euclid, and I have a Sacred Hearts page that is right in my. That's page. good. Oh, yeah, Sacred Hearts. Yeah, it's called Sacred Hearts. Sacred Hearts, yeah. Okay, exactly. And I actually have, a, have the, the mural that's that that represents the what the movie's gonna uh, be. I'm gonna about. follow it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yes. this movie. Yeah, so this year we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get this movie made this year, and then we'll get it all done. So. Awesome, Eli. Thank you so much for joining me on, on your sick bed, getting out of your sick bed to be the co-host. I actually <laughs> had so much fun. You know, even though I'm under the weather, this is great. Eli, I, do, you, do you do you do dress up? And I will say. Since you two are the only ones who have complimented this man on being so good looking, I'll do the same. I'll I'll make it a like a. <laughs> we're all desperate. For, <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I mean, like he, no, he's definitely. Um, <laughs> well, um, anybody yeah. who knows Tweeka knows that I always good, flow with the compliments. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, consider it a, a, a home. What do they call it when you hit the home run? But it, it, you, all right, now you're going oh, overboard, girl. We kind of knocked that out of the park. We're gonna. <laughs> we'll we'll pick this up off the air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, folks thank you so much for listening no, to House of Pride you, Radio with our you. fabulous local luminaries here we're going to keep bringing it to you every week so next Wednesday join us for some more exciting um, interviews with uh, local stars and uh, worldwide artists right yeah. and uh, come on back folks anytime let's <laughs> uh, last words as we used to do this go around go ahead Ming so I'm I'm performing at B and B on Saturday, you guys. So you guys should come and check me out. It's Beyonce tribute, and then I'm also performing in Alameda. Hot. Um, you guys can um, check in on my Facebook page at Lily Trotter. I think that's what it is, right? They'll find you. They'll find me. <laughs> All right, it's under um, Tamia Carly Ming Monroe, aka Ming Monroe. So yeah. find me on there. You can find out where I'm gonna be. Awesome. Oh, by the way, shout out to um, Bridget. Wesley. And shout out to my drag mom, Mercedes Monroe. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. All those fabulous ladies. So is it just Beyonce or Destiny's as well? Beyonce oh, only. Oh, Beyonce only. Yeah. yeah. It's like a journey, you know. Yeah, there was yeah. Destiny's Child. Now there's just Beyonce. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just Queen B. Queen yeah. B. Amando. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I I had such a great time with you guys. It was Thank a, you for joining pleasure. us. And if I could just say one thing though, uh, I am looking for some uh, actors for the lead role of Gus. Um, we are looking actors. For actors. Yeah. 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 We're looking for. Uh, What's the prerequisite? I'm right here. Just gotta be. <laughs> it's um, too late. You're transitioned, well, honey. If it was a couple months ago. There's no going back. Listen, you know, Ming is multi-talented. You know, she, 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 she goes, she could. Maybe you can just tape that stuff down there. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Hey, I mean, get out the pants. You know, I could. <laughs> but, but but back yeah, to yeah, but we're looking we're looking for um, Thank you. looking for um, we're looking for a young. <laughs> I googled it and map quested it like yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So we're. Do actually, we need to know how to act, uh, girl? Girl, did you say actress? <laughs> <laughs> but no. But actually, we were. Uh, I'm looking for a new. I'm looking for for a new actor to for the role of Gus. Uh, uh, between the. Okay. What's another actor? Go ahead, oh, tell us, girl. What did I just? I'm not girl, but. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's too fine to be a girl, but I mean, uh, well, what are the prerequisites? Uh, what do you need? Well, well, what are you looking for? Uh, you got to be uh, well. It's the character is really between the ages of eighteen to twenty-one, but oh, so but, young. But the, little boys. But the character. But I mean, looking for actors between the ages of eighteen to at least twenty-five, but the twenty-five could look at least a little bit younger. Yeah, so the, young the, male. Yeah, but because the, the what the, car, Caucasian or uh, no black. Black, Black. African American, yes. African American, <laughs> so close and yet so far, uh, Ming. It, 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 the role is the role. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, so so basically, the, the role is um, he's a very very wholesome, very wholesome. Uh, oh, forget it, Ming. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah. I'm but yeah, but you know, but just if, if so anyone, wholesome, uh, yeah, wholesome, young. <laughs> Black yeah. male. Okay, Ming, this is your chance. This is your audition. Now, what is the line? The line? <laughs> yeah. Don't do it because I'm not going to pass. <laughs> <laughs> like, what would be, you know, a script line that yeah. she's not going to audition for you? Dialogue. Oh, gosh. Well, oh, I have this. to give one more shout out, you guys. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I have to give a sh- uh, another shout out to my sister, Jason Ashbaugh. Yay. And Jason. my Mind Over Matter family. Mind Over Matter. And my shout Culture Shock family. Awesome. Yeah, she just texted me and cursed me out right now. What's she so. saying? She said, shut up. <laughs> no, she said, no shout out. I'll see Shady laugh out loud. I love you, sister. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I'm what a big family you have. No, we won't make you audition now. We've got to wrap things up. But uh, <laughs> if 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 you feel like you've been touched by uh, this. An angel. Yeah. Do you contact Amando right now? Yeah, you yeah. may have an audition lined up for yeah, you. Yeah, just, just, you, know, you can find me on Facebook. And uh, the, 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 the Sacred Hearts page is, is right there, too. So, yeah, so if there's anyone. <laughs> <laughs> any talented any talented young actors out there who would want to take part in a, in a really great movie like this uh, hit me up and then we'll, we'll I, I see a scene like for Ming where she like walks into the church like um, just beat with long hair blonde <laughs> <laughs> she could you could be one of the preachers like the, maybe because he's out like having sex with the yeah yeah well, and you're, you're not going to church so I'm sorry well I mean <laughs> <laughs> I am a church girl so. is it like a plot turn here <laughs> you are being real petty but I, I kind of like it but, but in the, I would say this, in, the, in the movie in, in the movie there is actually no profanity in the Movie though, it's, oh, it's not a single. That's one thing that is it symbolic. One thing I, I I didn't really when I knew when I was writing the, the story, I just for some reason, you know, you know, language is really 
powerful and a lot of words could, could, could say a lot of things. And for some reason, I just kind of felt like I wanted, I always wanted to see a movie that, that, that kind of limits the, the amount of cussing. Because I, 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 I have some hesitations with using a lot of cussing. In, in the, yeah, cause, cussing? You know, yeah, cussing. Yeah, you know I mean? It's like, I know, I like to say cussing. Cussing? Yeah, so cussing. basically, all I would, without... Uh, Are I we saying cussing I'll wash your mouth up. Don't you cuss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. tweak a soap. <laughs> yeah, so, so there's... Yeah, but yeah, yeah. No cut, no swearing, no cursing in this movie, but, you know, it's uh, it's going to be, it, it's going to be fun, but we just got to, we just got to get, we just got to get, get a, a new actor, a, a great, talented young man. All right. Of You're gonna so. find We're going to work it out. It might take another couple years, but no, <laughs> no hey, it won't. Good. It'll be that's coming what, out this year, listen, folks. That's what it takes. Messy. <laughs> listen, you know what? I'm that, excited for your movie. I am. I want to yeah. see it. I cannot wait. Oh, yeah. Listen, you know what? I'm, I, I got to come back out here again. Let's I mean, I can see, I can feel the, the oh, dedication. He lives here. <laughs> no, you don't. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from, uh, well, uh, I live in uh, San Mateo. San but, Mateo. But, but yeah. All my work, all my projects are here in San Francisco. So yeah. I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm a So girl. why don't you I'm just a, move here then? Uh, uh, Eli, what are your last words? Oh, my last words are going to be short and sweet. Okay. If you want something bad enough, mm-hmm. you can get it. Go That's for right. it. Yeah. Can I get an amen? Amen. Can I get an amen, amen in here? Amen, amen to that. Nothing's given to us. We've got to go out and get it. All right. On that note, let's dedicate this song to Ming Monroe. Folks, we'll see you next Wednesday. Thank you so much, House of Pride Radio. Drive around at the partition, please. Drive around at the partition, please. I don't need you seeing your say on her knees. To 45 minutes to get all dressed up. We ain't even gonna make it to this club. And I'm a mascot running red lipstick smudge. Oh, he's so honey, yeah, he wants to fuck He popped on my buttons and he ripped my blouse He mind a color whiskey all on my gown Oh, that daddy, daddy didn't bring the towel Oh, baby, 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 I slow it down Took 45 minutes to get all dressed up And we even gonna make it to this club
too. You're like, okay, <laughs> I don't know if that's as honorable as <laughs> it sounds anymore. But you know what? I goddamn it, I appreciate the gusto on that man. Uh, uh, where Gene goes? Gene's still here. He left. I want to talk to him about marble falling off of statues because I felt like if it if it was like the marble coming out, it wouldn't they wouldn't be going to like try to make a sexy woman be a dick, right? It'd just be like Michelangelo's David would just have a huge fucking dick. You know what I mean? Like it, he'd, that thing is so tiny, you'd be like he'd knock it out and then he'd be like, all right, David, what the fuck? What is this? You got an 18 inch dick, really? He's like, yeah, man. <laughs> just the way it came out, man. I'm just speaking to you that way. Like, all right, all right, David, we're gonna chisel this off. Just make it a little more proportional so we don't feel bad. <laughs> um, Let's talk about stuff. Oh, uh, I recently did something that I've always wanted to do, uh, which was smoke weed with my brother. Yes, uh, I guess you could clap it up. That's just kind of weird because uh, it was something I wanted to do since like high school when I was 15 and he was 20. He's five years older. If you can't do math. Um, but uh, instead, we did it like when I was 27 and he's 32 and lives at home. Uh, <laughs> so it was. It wasn't so much like the fun teenage adventure I wanted it to be back then. Instead, it was just like a sad commentary on our financial situation at the time. You know what I mean? It wasn't like it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't that cool. But it was. It was kind of nice uh, because. Uh, it was like his one of his first times really smoke because it's just legal, right? So people are trying it out, you know. And uh, we're sitting there in uh, in the bathroom of my parents' house. You know, we got the fan on, a window open. We got the uh, the paper towel thing with all the dryer lint stuck in it, right? And we're blowing out the window, tee hee, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, the problem is he got too high, uh, which is like that's fine. We all do that usually when we're 15, uh, and that's fine when you're 15. <laughs> when you're 32, it presents a few issues, you know, because uh, when you're high, when you get too high everything is scary. You get all these crazy realizations about life that you got to deal with on the spot, you know? Uh, and so it's easy to talk a 15 year old out of that. Cause you just go to the basics. You're like, listen, man, you're 15. You got your whole life ahead of you. Don't worry about it. You're going to have some thoughts. They're going to be bad, but just let them go. Enjoy the trip. See you at the end. In the meantime, enjoy speed racer. You know what I mean? Like that's all you can do to get a 15 year old out of this panic attack. My brother is 32 years old and lives at home. I'm like, listen, man, you're going to have some realizations about your life. <laughs> They're all correct. <laughs> okay. You got to get your shit together, man. <laughs> this is a rough, <laughs> rough situation. Anyways, please try to enjoy speed racer. Uh, that's all I can really do. Uh, <laughs> just, just put that movie on and hope it works out. Uh, Oh uh, yeah, they made that shitty. It's the Wachowski brothers one. It's just not. It's just bright colors and flashing lights. You just put it on and you don't pay attention to the. Rest. I can put on the old '70s Hanna Barbera one. There you go. Is that one good? That's the real one. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, what? Well, look at me. <laughs> I'm sitting here watching the 70s. I, you should be amazed I even know that reference. <laughs> like Hanna-Barbera cartoons. Come on. Come on. Uh, come on. I don't know. Hannah Montana. Yeah. See, that's the reference I should be making. <laughs> Hannah Montana. No one knows. No one knows, man. Um, hmm. I don't know. I also thought it was funny that Serrani was getting mad at me uh, for not fighting with my girlfriend, which was cool. <laughs> I was just like, like, what do you guys fight about? Not much. Really. She's like, fuck you. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. How do you guys talk? Honestly. Ah, fuck you. I was like, geez. 
I think it's funny like when people in, who are terrible in relationships try to give <laughs> advice to people who are good in relationships. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the best. Like one of her, my girlfriend's roommate, her boyfriend and, and she, they just scream at each other all the time. And the other night she was like, this is what you guys got to do. It was like, I don't think you can, <laughs> I don't think you're in any position to tell us how to live our lives at this point. Like if you just ended a, a, a conversation with like, well, fuck you. Like, I don't think you're the one who's going to be like Dr. Phil in our thing. You know what I mean? It's just stupid. <laughs> it's like a, some reference, some joke that I uh, can't really put together on the spot because I'm a little tired, guys. It's Friday. It's been a long week. Hey, enjoy the rest of the show. You know, give it up for Warhol. <laughs> Like, what's the secret? What's the secret you guys never fight? I just don't, I just don't understand. Um, try not dating a comic. Make some noise for... I actually didn't check. Anthony Lavaggi! How's it going, everyone? Uh, my name's Anthony. Nice to be here. Uh, don't mind my left arm. I had a stroke when I was 10. How are we doing tonight, Strokey? Hey. Yeah? Alright, I'll tell him. Guys, he's fucking pissed. This night's dry as hell. These have been some of the longest five minutes of our lives. But I'm new with this, so I'm not really going to talk too much shit. I'll talk shit after, don't worry. But uh, growing up crippled, for one thing, amazing title for my Lifetime original movie, right? But one thing I noticed that growing up crippled is that most people don't know is that cripples are easily the horniest ethnicity. And I know that sounds crass, but hear me out. You meet a man in a wheelchair. What's the first thing you want to ask? It's never, so why in a wheelchair? The first question you really want to ask is so. Does it still work? And if the answer is yes, you've just met the happiest man alive. This man has been through hell and back. This man is invincible. Actually, it's more like talking to a three-legged dog. Like, sure, he's missing something critical for survival, but hey, he's just happy to be here. And growing up crippled, there's other things I noticed that like I cannot do that other people can do. Like for instance, I can't juggle steak knives. Can't say the alphabet backwards or forwards if that matters. And for life of me, this is really annoying, is uh, swimming. Because my right arm is very strong, but my left arm is weak. So whenever I try and swim laps, I end up just swimming in, cir swimming in circles for hours and it's super annoying. I look like a third base run coach going, bring it home, Johnny! Anyways, uh, so after my stroke, I was in the hospital for about a month, and I was strapped up to a blood pressure monitor, and which, you know, like in a doctor's office or a pharmacy, you know, it's just a strap on your arm, and to test your blood pressure, just squeeze as, as hard as possible until you have no feeling in your arm anymore, because that's how blood pressure works. And mine was special because it was hooked up to a timer that would go off every 30 minutes for 24 hours, no matter what time of day it was. It could be 1 in the morning, 1.30 in the morning, 2 in the morning, 2.30 in the morning. I think you guys get the picture. And so I noticed, since I was so bored just lying down all day, I would look at the screens and I would notice that it would judge my blood pressure based off my breathing patterns. So if I took a deep breath, it would the blood pressure would spike. If I took short breaths, like it would uh, scatter like a lot. And then I also noticed if I, if I held my breath for long enough, the machine would flatline. And so as any mischievous 10-year-olds would think, like, oh, this would be really funny. So w that night at 1.30 in the morning, I was woken up again by, my, uh, by the machine. And I looked at the machine, and I noticed it was working fine. So I held my breath as long as possible. 
I, let, I held my breath until it's, the machine was saying I was legally dead and I hear a team of nurses sprinting down the hallway. I hear people yelling, call a doctor, call a doctor. And as soon as I hear them turn the corner, about to burst into my room, I go back to sleep. I start breathing normally and uh, right then they burst into my room. Uh, they wake up my dad. My dad almost has a heart attack. I just wake up and go, Ooh. A little late for a sponge bath, don't you guys think? The nurses come in, their jaws are dropped. They think I've just died. They look at me, they look at the heart rate monitor, it's fine. Then they look at my dad and they're like, uh, false alarm? And they just slowly back out. All right, that's my time. Thank you. <laughs> Your next comic is from Deep East Oakland. So I'm not gonna talk any shit. If you know what's good for you, clap for Luke Newman. Hello. Um, yeah, man. So, is it you talking about zombies and shit? Yeah. They say yeah. shit, but people shit themselves when they die. All animals. But it's weird to me, it's funny, it's funny the, the thought of just zombie, all zombies are walking out with shitty pants, shitty drawers. But um, it begs the question, like, what's the process a zombie goes through? Like, like why does, how does he lose so much intellect when he becomes a zombie, you know what I'm saying? Like, he doesn't have the presence of mind to be like, oh, I'm a zombie, let me, get, let me go get some brains, but like, first let me clean my drawers, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's missing... Like, what's the biological, what's the science behind it? You know what I'm saying? It's my question. I don't know. I'll Google it later. Um, so fucking, uh, you know, some, some shit takes a, a lifetime to learn, you know. I hope I live that long. Uh, I don't know. I don't fucking know, man. Man, fucking all these fucking shootings and shit, man. I feel like I, I got to talk about it. Um, shit is crazy, man. Shit is fucked up. Uh, uh, fucking. Uh, but I, I was like, I saw this. The, one of the teachers from, from that school was like, uh, our government failed us. And it's just like. Like, I, what do you expect from our our government? You know, our government has been failing us since the for, since the get go. You know what I'm saying? Since 1776, that's our mo. It's like the United States, well, we fail you. You know what I'm saying? That's the fucking motto. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. I just don't get. It. It's like, what do you, you trust the government? It's like that's what you do. I don't know, man. It just blows my mind how people. Fucking trust the government, you know. So it's a, America is fucking shady, man. Like, what do you think Edward is? Edward Snowden is still in Russia. Like, what do you think he's on vacation? You know what I'm saying? Like that motherfucker is on the run because he ratted, you know. Motherfucker snitched on some gangsters, and he's and he's trying trying to stay alive. You know what I'm saying? Shit is real. Fucking, uh, I don't know, man. 
I don't fucking know. It feels like it feels like Americans have like Stockholm syndrome or some shit. Like I'm a conspiracy theorist, man. I believe a lot in a lot of that shit. And you got to, you know what I'm saying? Cuz a lot of this shit is real. Like that's no shit like all that shit. A lot of this shit is real, man. Obviously the earth is not flat, you know what I'm saying? We don't need to take it there, but like the Whoa. Am I wrong? Well, we can have that debate also if you want to. <laughs> but uh but you know, Dem- Democrats did fucking uh <laughs> uh they they rigged the, the election and all that shit. Like I'm glad somebody was on the case. You know what I'm saying? So that we know that I don't know. It feels like we got Stockholm syndrome like America cares about us, you know? They want they want the best for us. America wouldn't hurt us, you know? Not America. They care about us, America. They care about the people. You know, look at look at the history of America. They've n- done nothing but care for their people. You know, America's great country. They care about their people. God bless you. <laughs> uh, I don't know. And then and then fucking you know everybody's like trying to blame it on guns. It's like guns are an inanimate object. You know what I'm saying, and and I and I think we should figure figure something out so to make sure these crazy ass motherfuckers don't have guns. But at the same time, it's like we got a fucking crazy ass motherfucking office, yeah. you know. So like, as long as he he's in office, I'm I'm gonna hold on to my gun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not gonna lie to you, you know, straight up. And it's like people think, you know, think about think about if Donald Trump like personally asked you to give him your gun. You know what I'm saying? Donald Trump came, hey, give me your gun. It's like, uh, no, Donald, I'm not going to give you my gun. I don't trust you. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is, man. I'm holding on to my AR-15. And what isn't, Don, isn't Donald Trump like the fucking, isn't he supposed to be the third antichrist or some shit? You know what I'm saying? What are we going to fucking prevent the next Holocaust with some fucking, you know what I'm saying, 22s? I don't fucking think so. So as long as we make sure these psychopaths don't have guns and, and we have some fucking AR-15s in the right hands, hopefully we can uh, maintain our freedom and shit. But uh, yeah, God, God bless America. So let me get this straight. Our government fails us, they fucked up, but my teacher fails me and that's my bad. I don't know if you heard the NSA just got shot up. They didn't see that coming. Oops, it's an oversight. Um, Make some noise for Mike Spiegelman? Better than that! With this fucking family, you make some good. Sorry. WK. Hey, you know I have a bunch of new jokes, but I, I just want to bring Luke, right? Yes. Yeah, I just I just want to just want to follow up what Luke was saying. What's that? Oh, please do. You know, you were saying that you shouldn't trust the government, and I just you know I have a lot of material, and I want to try out here at, at the happy hour. But if I may stress, do not trust the government. Like, 
I, I'm, not, I'm not talking to anybody who's listening to this on the podcast. I'm talking to this room and anyone who's listening from the Bay Area. Do you think that when the earthquake, and the earthquake will hit in the next four years or eight years, depending on how long, it'll be during Trump's administration. Do you think we'll get the same kind of support that uh, Puerto Rico got? Do you think we'll get a tweet talking about sanctuary cities? And that's the reason why there's no, nothing coming? So anyway, I don't trust the government. You know, Puerto Rico was supposed to get three million boxes of food. And they gave the contract to one person who's a caterer. <laughs> and she filled 50,000 boxes. The, suicide rate and the mental illness rate in that uh, in Puerto Rico is, has been rising you know and this has been going on for months so they got 50,000 boxes so <clears throat> do we trust the government when they're gonna say we're cutting food stamps but we're gonna send a harvest box you can't even send emergency supplies to your own fucking province uh, so anyway <clears throat> sorry I just uh, but wanted to just stress don't trust the government <laughs> They're not going to help you. They're going to help California? You don't think we're going to get a bunch of backhanded tweets from the President of the United States talking about sanctuary this and carry that or what? You know, how many minutes of your life do you even fucking think about sanctuary fucking cities, right? But if there was an earthquake, that would be a big priority. So, anyway, I'm just saying, like, Puerto Rico, the worst hurricane ever, completely blacked out. And our own president is talking about how they're bankrupt, and you know that's kind of brutal to the companies they owe money to. So I don't know what that has to do with an emergency. So, all right. So let me do a couple jokes. <laughs> hey, I just saw the Emoji Movie. Well, I, I tried to. I watched it on an old uh, DVD player, and all the characters were just boxes with little X's in them. How to use the words. Don't trust the government. <laughs> They're not going to help San Francisco, Oakland, Berkeley, Alameda County when the quake hits. They're not. They're going to bring up sanctuary cities. So, all right. Thanks a lot. I'm Mike Spiegelman. Bye. Um, that's real. I mean, we've been saying that for years, but Puerto Rico still get more love than niggas. Um, when I black out, I don't get a call from the president. <laughs> Standards. Uh, let's lighten it up, shall we? So, Nazis. <laughs> you booing Nazis? That is, that is edgy. <laughs> You're on the cutting edge. Um... I remember when Nazis were in the past. I used to watch TV in my grandma's basement, same spot where my granddaddy died on the floor. I remember my cousins used to set fire to the carpet for fun, but my grandmother always, uh, I found out years later, blamed my grandfather because she thought he was falling asleep with cigarettes. <laughs> um, used to watch Gilligan's Island. And uh, I get... Help me out with this. I, I get Dream of Genie and Bewitched a little confused. Does that happen? Like, I try to remember which one wiggled the nose and then one was married. Um, I wanted to fuck them both. I can't really. 
I think actually I think Nickelodeon is responsible for my bukake fetish. You can't do that on television. Make some noise for Jason Matt. I like that intro. That was oh, yes, thank you. Um, hey, so I'm on the radio right now. Yeah. Uh, I've never been on the radio before. It's kind of exciting. Uh, um, hey, um, so I'm from I'm from Houston, Texas. Um, so I might have an accent here and there. I was on the radio. Actually, I was on the radio once. I called into the uh, country music station down in Houston and and got them. I convinced them to play Kanye. That was pretty cool. That's a true story. It's just that's not a joke. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, uh, I appreciate y'all uh, putting me on, let me play with the microphone. Um, so uh, yeah, I got the. I got a. Uh, I just got back uh, into the game. Uh, I had a lot of death in my family and shit, and so a lot of people come back, like, or like when someone, you ever hear about athletes who have like a, the best game they've ever had in their life after a death, and, or like comedians who like, or like Richard Pryor, you know, the greats, you know, they talk about their death, and man, I couldn't do that shit, man, I got up, I was all angry, it was horrible, so, um, I just got back to the game, and, uh, I really appreciate y'all getting with me in here, um. Yes, mad love. Um, so I, I got a, 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 an audition in L.A., and I got to condense this shit down to three minutes. So I thought I'd waste a couple, and now let me try and squeeze this shit. And uh, this is usually five, but I'm going to try and... Oh, shit, here we go. Let's, all right. So, uh, yeah, let me uh, let me just uh, get some quick round of applause. I'm sorry to just, like, get this cheaply, but I just have an announcement to make. Um, I have just passed for white. Ladies and gentlemen, can I get a round of applause, please? I just passed for white. Yes. No, this is this is my first time. It's exciting. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I'm, I'm going to go, like, wine tasting. Like, I'm going to, like, get a I've already changed my status on Indeed. Like, I'm, I'm excited. Like, this is my first time. Like... Like, no, seriously, like, I, I can, uh, people on the radio, y'all can't see me, but, like, I can pass for a lot of things, man. Like, I passed for black before. I've actually passed for black. That was uh, in Texas when I got pulled over for a speeding ticket, and he just checked black. I just, I, I don't know. So I'll just accept that one. Uh, but I've actually, I've passed for Asian. Um, different folks who don't, who can't see me, um, the radio folks, I, I look like a, a mix between Oscar De La Hoya and Manny Pacquiao, if they could... <laughs> See, they laugh, so that's how you know it's true, ladies and gentlemen, on the uh, airwaves. Um, yeah, so I, I, I could pass for Asian, obviously. Uh, Asian, Asian girls, it's hard to talk to Asian girls because they're into that, that house music shit, man, that oons, 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 oons. It's hard. You got to time it right, right? You got to catch them like double dutch. It's like double dutch jump rope. You're like oons, 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 oons. Jumping, hey, girl, how you doing? My name is Jason. Oons, 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 oons. Hey, girl, you doing after this? Oons, 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 oons. <sighs> yeah. That was, man, I'm way down, condensed that sucker. Um, hey, uh, really appreciate y'all, man. Um, my name is Haha Sinto on, on the uh, internet. Uh, appreciate y'all. Yeah, um, I remember when I was a little kid, one time my mom took me for ice cream and uh, she got me some chocolate ice cream on a on a cone. We stepped outside, and I licked it one time, and it fell off and just hit the ground. I was like, my mom was too strict for me to cry, but I was fucking bummed out. 
she was like sorry honey i don't think i have any more money but then she she found like a five or something in her jacket she went back inside bought me another ice cream this time she licked it first she like pressed it down firmly on the cone so it wouldn't fall off and uh she did that for the rest of my childhood yeah, just, uh, it was like a ritual we had. I think that's why I'm obsessed with deep throating. Make some noise for a toothbrush! How do I follow that? I don't know. Those are my ninjas, y'all get? A little tired today. Uh, working all day. I do Postmates. You know what that is? Postmate, the shitty job. Uh, people just fucking random, man. I got an order today. Plan B and a condom at the same time. I drop it at the office. Make up your fucking mind, man. You might want to nut it before. <laughs> the fucking weird shit. Some people just order donut from 7-Eleven. Cater to them. Don't make any sense, man. It's a 99 cents donut. Cost you eight dollars. In the end of the day, it don't make any sense. And a motherfucker lives, you know, block away. He could walk. Don't make any sense, man. Obviously, I'm Asian. I'm tired of Asian people. I'm tired of defending them. I love noodles and rice. Because rice, especially, could go with anything. Rice go with rice. I'm tired of defending my people sometimes, man. So anyway, earlier today, I was dropping off my Plan B and a condom at the office. And uh, I saw my profile, and some, like, thing was just moving. So I look, that was a big old white SUV running to the pole for no reason. There was no traffic light, there was no car or nothing, just intersection was clear. The motherfucker just running to the fucking pole. And uh, she came out from the car, happened to be Asian. I guess we don't know how to drive. I'm tired of myself, man. Tired of my own people. I'm tired of defending ourselves. I made up fucking jokes that uh, how we don't know how to drive was started from the midget. They made it up. That was a rumor. Yeah. <laughs> that was a whole joke. I'm tired of defending them, man. How come you never seen an Asian people person in a car insurance commercial? You never seen it. Because we're on the bitch and we don't want to embarrass ourselves. I made that up. I'm tired of defending our people, man. Tired. And she came out crying, like bleeding and shit. I didn't feel sorry for her. <laughs> bitch, you're doing too much. Um. And another drop off today. That was a little weird too. Uh, is it weird for me to say Happy Black History Month? No. No? It's okay? Okay. Room for black, uh, white folks. 
so it's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm Japanese, and I was born and raised there, and uh, so I drop it off. This white lady told me, Happy New Year. <laughs> it's Chinese shit. I got nothing to do with it. <laughs> I say Happy Black History Month. I told her that. I got the lights, so I gotta go. Thank you. Uh, bro, I couldn't understand your accent. You call me a nigger? What happened? <laughs> What's going on here? We're gonna have to check the tape on that one. Um, your next uh, comic, I have to say, is one of my top five favorite types of oral hygiene. Make some noise for mouthwash. Back my new stage name. What's up, guys? Um, so, is your, so your stage name is Toothbrush. That's fucking fire, dude. That's fire. Um, I will say, uh, so you guys were talking about shootings. I will say uh, that uh, whenever there's a school shooting, it's one of the few times that I actually pray. Okay, I clasp my hands together and I, I just pray. I'm like, please, please let the shooter be white uh, because I have a fire Facebook status already pre-written and it would work better if he's white. Uh, okay, cool. Um, guys, I went and saw Black Panther. Yeah. Anyone else seen it? It's like the blackest shit I've ever seen, ever. What's up? What's that? Is that another, is that a blacker movie? Yes. Fuck, all right. I'm being, I'm being exposed. Um, <laughs> no, nah, man, it was the blackest shit I've ever seen. Uh, I was in line. Black people were so happy, dude. It was, that was like weirdly happy, you know? Like you don't see, like when was the last time you saw happy black people in San Francisco? You know, it doesn't really happen, right? Like when was the last time you walked by 10 black dudes just smiling like, you know, it doesn't really happen here in San Francisco. Um, I had to check my phone. I was like, did OJ kill another white girl or something? Like people are very, people are stoked. Um, <laughs> But, uh, dude, it was a great movie. Uh, white people were taking L's pretty much throughout the entire movie. Uh, won't ruin too much, but uh, the first white character was introduced about 10 minutes in, died 90 seconds later. I was like, oh, shit, all right, we're, do we're doing this. Um, part of the movie, so Michael B. Jordan's character, his plan was literally, I mean, literally to kill all white people, okay? Like, that's, that, that was like a legitimate part of the plot. And he had this whole, yeah, no, it was serious. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this bit's a lot longer. I'm going to bail on it. No! Basically, we're, the, the bit was going to be how, uh, never mind. No, it's cool. Uh, I think a lot of people complain about cultural appropriation. Uh, I'm fine with it personally. Um, cause like I play golf, you know what I'm saying? Like I appropriate this shit out of, out of white culture. Do I talk about stocks? You know? I dated an Asian girl for a bit, you know what I mean? So like, if I can talk about stocks, I think a white girl can wear cornrows, that's just me. I don't know, what do you guys think? Do you guys agree, disagree? Yeah. No? It's not just white people too, it's like, uh, so the other day I was playing so uh, soccer in the mission, this uh, Hispanic dude slid tackled me, I got in his, it was like a dirty play and I got in his face, and he was like, what you gonna do about it, nigga? And he said that to me, and I didn't know how to feel, right? Like most black people I think would punch him in the face, but I, uh, there's a themed party coming up, uh, and I want to wear a sombrero, so I was okay with it. So uh, I think it's just kind of a tit-for-tat kind of thing, guys, huh? Whew! All right. 
Uh, it's good to be here in Butany. Um, what else? Those were the two new ones. Oh, um, so the girl I invited to hang out on Valentine's Day uh, had a girls' night, uh, which means I'm the side bitch. <laughs> Anyone else here the side bitch in your relationship? No? Yes? I'm okay with I mean, I'm okay with it because she's like pretty hot, right? You, know, you can't always be a starter is what I'm saying, you know? Sometimes you got to come off the bench, right? Wait for an injury. Wait for some of the stars to get tired. All I'm going to say is, like, as long as I'm getting playing time, I'm okay with being the Andre Godal to this girl's pussy, all right? I'll, you know, get my minutes. Get a good 16 minutes a game. I'm cool with that, dude. Um, cool, guys. Um, half German, half black, uh, which is uh, why I'm so confused. Um, I used to get bullied by this Jewish kid. He used to call me a Negro Hitler, which I thought was mean. Right? Um, and I never knew I like, beat his ass or apologize, you know what I'm saying? Because call me a Negro is pretty racist, uh, but the Germans did do the thing, so. Uh, he also had a pretty good zinger. He said, uh, if I was in charge, the Jews would have survived because uh, the Holocaust would have started late. And I actually thought that was pretty funny. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah, I gotta give, the, gotta give him that one. Um, I'm also, uh, so like I said, I'm biracial. Um, I'm a, I'm a proud mulatto. I'm trying to bring that word back. How do you guys feel about that? Good, yes, no? Do it. Yeah, do it. Quadrant, yeah. Quadrant is a quarter, uh, is a quarter white, right? Quarter black. Quarter black. Oh, yeah, yeah. What is a quarter white? Is quarter white anything? Huh? Yeah, yeah. What is quarter, is quarter white a thing? Like, what is Malia Obama? Yeah, yeah, touche. Um, Malia's pretty hot, dude. Am I allowed to say that on the radio? Yeah. He's not present anymore. Were you allowed to say that anyway? I've talked about fucking uh, Ivanka on on the Mutiny Radio many times, so and I'm still alive. Anyway, um, where was I going with this? Oh, it's an old bit. I wasn't even gonna try anything new, but we're just gonna do it anyway, guys. So I'm proud mulatto. Okay. One of the weird things about being biracial, we're not really from anywhere. Okay. We don't have a home court. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like if you're if you're white, you, you go to Europe. That's your Oracle Arena right there. You know what I'm saying? It's where whiteness was, was invented, right? Right, Luke? It's your home, is what I'm trying to say. Okay? It's a, it's a pretty simple point that I'm really over, over driving home a bit too hard here. Yeah, if you're black and go to Africa, it's a bit more like the Coliseum, okay? There's some, some, it's a little jankier, okay? Right? And if you're Asian, you can go to Cupertino. You know, everyone has a home. All right, this was a disaster. I'm sorry, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Uh, despite despite that set, James ranks among the top 50% of black comics in the Bay Area. I'm not sure where he ranks among the white ones. I can't I can't read this next one. I think it says dental floss. This is crazy coincidence. Um, this is a crazy coincidence. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but Crest White Strips, he's on the list tonight too. Um, who else do we have tonight? We have, uh, we've got Waterpick. We've got Waterpick. He's kind of an alternative comedian. Uh, I like him. I wish I had a stage name. I wish I had a stage name. But people with glasses can't have 